Hello everybody, it's me Ross and welcome back to the Kings of Anglia Fan Social. This week I'm joined by good old Mark J making his debut, good old Bainsey and Brad as we discuss all things town. Another week done and dusted, hope everybody listening has had a great week. Um, we've been able to find some set pieces to talk about this week because not much has happened but um, we're back for another episode. I'm going to get right into it. Introduce the man making his debut. He made a few appearances on game day at the end of the season, and he impressed me that much. I got him involved with the fan social. Mark, how are you doing, my friend? And uh, how are you feeling about making your debut on the podcast? <laughs> oh, thanks, Ross. Yeah, thank you for thank you for inviting me on. Um, it's it's a real privilege, and yeah, as you say, it was great to catch up with you during those away days uh, towards the back end of the season. Um, some long journeys, you know, <laughs> helping you out with your pie at Morecambe. I think this is definitely my key takeaway and help there. But yeah, thank you. Yeah, look, looking forward to this. It's it's nice to be on the other side. You know, I, you know, as a fan, I watch the socials. You know, um, that that get produced, and then here I am on the other side now. So hopefully, I do you guys justice. I'm sure you will do, mate. Yeah, thanks once again for holding the camera and sorting the pie out for Morecambe. Yeah, I saw your Morecambe crew, Shrewsbury. Um, we didn't win any of those games. Oh dear. <laughs> Not good. Not good. Not good. Um, no. But as as Mark said, um, anybody who wants to get involved, always just drop me a line at Ross Media UK. It's always get a good to get some more voices heard and stuff like that. And of course, we've got some good regulars joining me this week who haven't been on for a while, but they do make their return. I'm going to go over to good old Bainsey. How you doing, my friend? It's always a pleasure. Your beard is growing a bit bigger now after the last time I spoke to you uh, because you did have a clean shaven because you said you had an important meeting. But now you've let it grow back again. It was a it was a work event. Our panel of solicitors uh, took us out. I'm never one to refuse a free drink or a free meal off uh, off solicitors. We we pay a lot of money, but very um very good. Been back in the office at work this week, so I've been chatting to some people about um, Wes Burns call up because I work in Cardiff. Um, many of you were interested to to know more about him, but yeah, very happy to be uh, to be back on and to to get stuck into some more uh, more town stuff. Indeed, my friend. And yeah, I forgot to say that intro. We've got an international player now. Um, hopefully he does win some caps and uh, hopefully Wales do get to the World Cup just for the sweet Welsh Prince, Harry Davis and good old Welsh Mark and all the other Welsh listeners we have there. We are rooting for you, but also they could play Scotland because Scotland have to play Ukraine. Um, but enough of that, enough of that talk. Brad, how are you doing, my friend? Welcome back to the podcast. It's always a pleasure, my friend. Hello, Ross. Hello, Mark. Hello, Tom. Uh, yeah, great to be back. Um, looking forward to this. And yeah, more on Wes Burns' call-up. Uh, already deserved, man. So what a season he had. Um, and I hope he does well, but he might do that well, but he gets a bit of recognition for it and a, a few scouts coming his way and um, could be a few bids. You never know. I, I, I think he's going to do a smash. Um, he, might not, he might not even get many minutes. I hope he does get it. I hope he at least gets on. But I think he'll impress in training. I think he'll impress all Wales squad. So... Um, we've got to hold on to him because he's a top, top player. Indeed. And yeah, I think they've got like five like National League games as well. I think they're playing Poland and some other teams. So, you know, he's, got, he's guaranteed you've got, to play, you've got to play a few minutes. Come on. Yeah, Come on, Rob Page, whoever the Wales manager is. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, all right then, boys. So our first set piece on... <laughs> it just, just, just stopped there, did it, really? But it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Enough about Wesburs. We've spoken about him too much now. Um... Let him, let him steady himself for Wales and then come back pre-season and he's firing the goals again. Um, but today, the first set piece on the podcast is talking about, I'm giving you the power to sign one player realistically this summer. You have the power to sign anybody you'd want. Realistically, 
So now, you know, Mbappe's and, you know, Hurricane, all that sort of stuff, because, of course, we do need a striker. But, uh, Mark, I've given you the power to sign one player you'd like to sign. Realistically, of course, who have you got for us? Um, yeah, OK. Yeah, thanks, Ross. Um, look, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Edmondson. I think he's done really well um, coming in, joining us from Glasgow Rangers. Um, it was unfortunate that he got his injury. And we, ha- we had an adequate backup in, in Cameron Burgess. But I think, you know, we saw some of the weaknesses on that left side. You know, we, we, we love Danassi and we love Burns on the right side. And we, we hope that Ashton will sort out the left wing. So that sort of marries up. So um, I might not be Burgess's greatest fan, but um, I think as somebody that I would sign as a, as a very good backup would be um, uh, Ryan uh, Tafazzoli from Wickham. Um, uh, my brother-in-law and the side of the family, they're big Wickham Wanderers fan. We have a lot of banter this year. I've got bragging rights because we beat them home and away. All of that, it's, it's been really good. But I am impressed with him as, as a defender. Um, and he's left-sided as well. Um, he can play the ball out from the back. He's got an eye for the long pass as well. Um, yeah, I think if, if I was Ashton and I had that ability, then yeah, I think he would he would be a very good acquisition to, to the Ipswich back line. And, um, of course, secretly, you were behind enemy lines, of course. You went to Wembley because of the Wickham <laughs> connection. So, you had an opportunity to go to Wembley. Of course, unfortunately, not seeing town. But what was that like, seeing a playoff final in Europa? Sunderland, of course, 40,000 wow. fans out there. <laughs> so, uh, second visit to New Wembley. We won't go and revisit the stat about how which teams haven't been to New Wembley yet. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, second visit. Obviously, before that, I've been to, to an England game, England-Lithuania, and I'd been right up the up the very top. So it was, you know, it's like watching stick men down, a bit like uh, Newcastle away when you're that high up. Um, but this time round, I was um, standing in the Category 2 area. I was on the on the goal line near the corner. So, yeah, the the, the view was great. The, um, you know, the stadium was, as you'd imagine, was was electric you know the Sunderland with their support and yeah there were Sunderland fans in with the Wickham fans as well I even saw a saw a guy wearing a Sheffield Wednesday top so there definitely was a spread of of League One uh, teams uh, fans shall we say in there with the Wickham uh, helping them boost their numbers but yeah uh, from a game perspective uh, yeah it was good it was a good game yeah I am um, you know stocked out I mean what was he playing at with that that shot you know yeah, yeah you know, I turned to my brother-in-law and he's just like head in the hands you know he'd been so solid for the team throughout the season and you know I, I did remind him that it was very similar to the one that Selena scored against him at Adams Park but uh, <laughs> had to get that one in as well um, but yeah I mean in, in the second half Wickham did up their game you would as you would expect it's a one-off game that you know and the, and the prize is, is promotion and of course they, they did tire towards the end a couple of key players had to come off through injury so it was only a matter of time really you know you're going to see Sunderland score the, the second goal and of course Ross Stewart well, I mean what season he's had but for Sunderland you know he's going to come up poach a poach a goal like that so so yeah fair play um it's a it's a big team in in out of league one we should say you know in in Sunderland and you know they've been there for four years let's hope it's us following them out of the league next season hopefully so um so Brad Bainsey um Mark's given us Ryan Tafazzoli um what's your thoughts on that one then um another center half but he's, he's done it done well with Wickham um I've always liked him actually as a player. I think um, I was speaking to good old Mark Beck about him, and um, you know he was at Mansfield. I really liked him at Mansfield. Of course, he was at Peterborough as well. Um, what do you reckon then, Bainesy? Ryan Tafazzoli? I'm going to be honest. I don't think I want a, a former Wickham player anywhere near near the team. Absolutely <laughs> not. 
Um, yeah, I I also um, I can't profess to know much about him, so I'll I'll, I'll sort of bow to, to Mark's knowledge on that. He obviously, he's got insider info with with his family. Um, I've gone also defensive. Um, we should have signed this player when he was available on our, on a free, but uh, Mr O'Neill and Mr Evans must have been twiddling their thumbs trying to work out who to sign. But it's it's Dan Dan Butler from from Peterborough. Um, athletic um, left back, re- really strong. Um, he was part of their um, their League One team that, that got promoted. He's a really integral part of that. Um, six assists in that in that season across forty two games. So the same number of assists as Burns. Not quite the goals, but you know from that position, if he could get you know some assists, that'd be great. Um, he's 27, so you know he's still within within his prime. Probably got a, one good good contract left. Um, his season with Peterborough got cut slightly short because of a, an injury, um, but they they tied him down to a, a slightly longer contract, so he's got two two more years on. So they must have um, must have rated him highly. So we'd have to pay for him, but I think he'd be a really um, really solid uh, solid acquisition and a lot of attributes that would be beneficial to the team I think you know considering his age McKenna would would work well with him as well so but I don't think it will happen because I think you know McAntony is going to be a tough negotiator so um so yeah it's more of a a hope than an actual you know belief that that we could sign him I said it's you're in the you've got the power you have the power to sign this player um in you know in, in this sphere of fan social um you've got the power to sign a player and uh two defensive players Boo, guys. Boo. I'm not happy with that. We, we need strike. We need somebody who can score us goals. Um, Brad, are your thoughts on Mark and Bainsey's two players and also your own player as well? I like I like both suggestions. I like uh, Tapazoli as solid defender, isn't he? Um, and I like your thinking, Mark, where you can almost move Emerson across to the middle, Tapazoli on the left, um, Morford on the right, uh, let them fight it out, I suppose. But and and also you, Baines. I like I like Butler, and I, I do I, I do actually have a left wing back written down as well. But I'm going to mix it up. I'm going to I'm going to scrap that. I've got another name. I'm going to go for striker Matty Godden in the championship. Commentary striker. He's a talisman, so it's unrealistic. But if you're looking at a striker who who can kind of guarantee you goals at this level, he scored a he scored a handful of goals last time he was down here. Um, good all-round player, great touch, good finisher, uh, can do can do a bit of everything really. Going behind, so if I was picking a striker, I'd go and get Matty Goddard. But like like you say, Ross, if if I've got the money, like Ashton and that, have to go and get said players, and I'd probably go and get him. Um, if I was going pie in the sky, I'd go for Shriki Dembele from Bournemouth on loan. Maybe try and get him on loan for the season because they just don't gone up to the Prem. Play him on that left. Left forward side, it'd be absolutely class for a specified sky suggestion. Um, more realistic option, I'd, I'd like Corley Woodrow. He's just come down with Barnsley, hasn't he? So I think that's probably our, our best and most realistic one to go for would be would be Corley, unless he's going to get a, a suitor from the Championship because he's a good player. And I think he was the captain towards the end of um, last season with Barnsley as well. So leadership qualities there. Um, I've got I have got a left wing back written down, and my left wing back is Harry Pickering from Blackburn, who was very good at Crew, came through at Crew, was their captain at a really young age. Um, I remember a couple of seasons ago, I haven't watched both Crew games, 
he was probably the best left back slash left wing back in the league. Um, got his move to Blackburn. He's had a good season there. Um, I think I think he's probably been unlucky with injury there. So that's probably why I've, I've added him on this list because they, they've been in the playoffs nearly all season until right at the very end. So it's probably a little bit unrealistic as well. But if if we're going to want to get out of this lead and if we've, we've got this serious ambition, then go for these players. I mean, I've, I've heard links of people who we're trying to inquire about already. And I don't know if that's all rubbish or if there's something in it. But then, then again, you look at last season, we went and got players like Connor Chapman, who had finished in the top, top six championship side. So I think they're the sort of players we're going to be aiming for. Again, players who are at the, the upper end of the championship. So, um, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, I, I certainly hope with that left wing back role, they do spend a bit of money on it. Because I, I don't really want to see a Dominic Thompson loan. I don't want, don't want to see a loan player come in unless he is shit hot or uh, a really, really young player from a Premier League club. Or I, I, I'd like us to go and spend a bit of money on that position because that, that is going to be so key for us next season with how, how good Wes was last season and how basically the whole game shifted over to the right-hand side and to where they knew our threat. They... they zeroed in on Wes and uh, none of our play ever went down the left-hand side so if we want a bit of balance then I'd be looking at someone like Harry Pickering or Dan Butler like you say uh, Tom so so yeah good suggestions Indeed and I'm, I'm opening the floor for any other suggestions Bainsey, Mark take it away is there any other players you, you'd like to see town of course we've been linked to a few strikers already um, I'm sure it's, uh, there's a long list of strikers that Mark Ashton and Kieran Kenner have got. I'm sure there's loads of long list of left wing backs as well. But any other names you want to chuck out there for the, the listeners to, to hear from? Well, um, the, one that springs to mind, and we haven't mentioned it yet, is probably Scott Twine from MK Dons. Oof. I mean, it, it's it's an area it's an area where you know we've sadly lacked, and McKenna's called it out, hasn't he, in the last season set pieces. So to have somebody who's set piece specialist like he is, then that would be a real coup if we were able to grab him. Yeah, I, I can see him most likely playing championship football next season. But if, you know, if we can sort of go, you're going to be our main man, you, you know, we need set B scorers, you know, can you be the man for us? But I'm sure we'll be wanting to play championship football next season. But you never know. You never know. Once again, this, with this new pull and power of Kieran McKenna and Mark Ashton, you never know. I haven't, I haven't seen anyone as good as Twine from long range in quite a long time, probably since James Madison when he came through. How he's, he's just so good. Like, I was, I was watching a playoff game and thinking this free kick's going in, and it, you don't you don't often think that with players to take free kicks, but literally with Twine, every every free every free kick I've watched him take, he's pretty much scored. So he's a he's a hell of a player, and uh, might come under the unrealistic, unfortunately. But but yeah, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he's already signed a deal somewhere. But uh, yeah, I'd certainly take Twine if we were we were going to go for him. Indeed. Um, Bainsey, any other names you want to throw out? Yeah, Twine, Twine would be amazing, but I, I think he, he's destined for the championship, isn't he? From a, I mean, from a virtual perspective, he had he got quite a nice team of the season card on uh, on FIFA. I wasn't lucky enough to, to get him. Burns obviously didn't make the cut, but the other one I had was was Johnson Clark-Harris, the, the, the guy we missed out on before. Um, I know he didn't have the best of seasons in the championship last year, 12, uh, 12 goals. I think in terms of his minutes per goal, I think it was the same as, as Wes Burns. I think Wes Burns was 
248 and, and Clark Harris was was 250. Um, it's, it's based on his, his prolific season, you know, previously in League One. What was it? Something like, I'm looking, where's my notes? 31 goals. I mean, that's phenomenal. But at the same time, I am kind of weary because Piggott seemed like a sure thing and it and it hasn't worked out. And same with the likes of, of Stockton as well. Obviously, he scored that fantastic, um, fantastic goal. But, you know, it, it could be... A one season, uh, one season wonder, and I wouldn't want to risk it on that. So, yeah, it's it's going to be interesting. But I I agree with Brad. I think we'll probably be aiming higher. I think Woodrow would be a great addition because he's obviously got the the chemistry with 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 Chaplin. He's he's played with him before. I think that's going to be so key. You know, we we saw Chaplin play a, a more pivotal role towards the the end of the season, and I think he'll kick on. He'll kick on again because he's, he's going to be here for for a long time, hopefully. So yeah, I'd I'd be equally happy with that as well. Who's the, um, who's the United uh, left back we're linked with, youngster? What's his name again? Fernandez, Alvaro yeah. Fernandez. Yeah. I'd say to the listeners, go check out his highlight reel because Ooh. that's unreal. <laughs> he's, he's he's actually quite big and strong, isn't he? As well for his age, so someone that you could probably see cutting at a League One. But yeah, go check him out if you've got a bit of time. Anyone looks good on a high a highlight reel, though. Is, yeah, you can do. always be, uh, be selective. I got very excited when watching Mr. Norwood's highlight reel, and unfortunately, we know how that turned out. But yeah, I, I guess whatever happens, I, I trust I trust McKenna. I've I, we've got a, we've got a manager now who's you know got a record of bringing you through. So if he wants to pluck uh, a youngster from United, I yeah, I I will trust him that. That he's the, the right person for the for the job, but yeah, I I agree with Brad as well. Previously, hopefully it will be a permanent because obviously the left back and right back positions, you know, in, in modern football now, in terms of tactically, they're they they're key they're really key positions now. So it'd be nice to see if we could lock someone in, so you know, a, a two three three year deal, someone we could you know really rely upon, you know, heading up to hopefully the, the championship next uh, next season. Yeah, I think loans is, I think that's a position where if we've, you know, just someone is a youngster and we're just there on the bench and he can come on or if it is a loan where we just feel like, you know, Burson's seen a sort of loan where you think, well, how have we got him? Um, what's your take on that, Mark, about loans and stuff like that? Um, we've gone away from having like five or six loans in a match day squad, but I think they are good, but they need to be sort of spread out a little bit. Oh, absolutely, yeah, definitely. I'd, I'd much prefer to have our players tied to, to contracts, you know, be, be Ipswich players rather than developing talent for, for other clubs. But, you know, we're League One, aren't we? So, you know, we... we, we we're League One, and we've also, like you know, as Tom's just called out there, you know, I would trust McKenna. If McKenna said, you know, if McKenna was to bring in a couple of players from United, probably names that we might not be so familiar with, then I would trust him impressively with 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 his knowledge on that there as well. So, yeah, this is what this 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 you know this is this off season part now, isn't it? This speculation of who's who, and then you know reading about these different players. So um, yeah, I'm ex I'm excited to see who we're going to be linked with and who ultimately we're we're going to sign on 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 a contract and who potentially will get in this for a loan season loan half a season. We'll see. We shall see indeed. Um, and I've actually decided to chuck in a new set piece for the pod. I haven't actually prepped you guys for this, but um, it's, it's pretty easy to have a little think about it. Um, of course, good old Mark Heath, um, and we did a video actually on the YouTube channel as well, about players that could leave the football club. So 
I thought just quickly get your thoughts on some of those names on that list because there is, of course, the Sam Morsey debate, which we've had already, so we won't get into that. There's a few other players who we're thinking, have they got a future at the football club? You know, what's Raheem Harper going to do? What's Carl Edwards going to do? Uh, Joe Piggott, you know, Vaclav Alanki, the goalie, you know, will he be there? We, we need to bring in another goalkeeper. So what's your, your thoughts on those sort of players on the cusp of like, you know, Idris Al-Mazzouni, Armando Dobrev coming back from Colchester? Um, I'll go down to you, Brad, first. So, Mark, mainly have a little think because I just just had a little chat with you there, Mark. But uh, Brad, what, what do you reckon out of those sort of players? You know, I think there's some players who may have to go before we then bring in more and more players. Yeah, I think you're right, and um, especially with the the whole cap space in League One. Uh, I, I know with some of those players, they're probably going to be under the, under the age uh, required, so they probably won't count towards it. But but two, you just mentioned there, Dobber and Almazuni. I think a couple of years ago under Evans Evans Evans. Yeah, get my words out. Evans' ownership. Um, that would be unthinkable, wouldn't it, saying that they can leave the club. But we've just moved on now. We've, we've just moved on into a, in the fact where we we don't need to rely on these players coming through anymore. We we just want them to be good enough, really, because it's, it's, it's great having one of your own come through. Of course it is. But we're not in a position now where... Our first team, as we're sort of sick of sight of them, we've, we've got to cling on to this young kid coming through. Um, so the likes of Dobber and Elmizzi, I, I could absolutely see going. I like I like Elmiz. He's a good footballer and he's strong and he's technically gifted. So I think he'd probably be the least likely to go. But poor old Dobber has just had a season at Colu who didn't pull up any trees. He didn't come back and in well, I think I think he weren't allowed to, was he? So um, so yeah, I really worried for Dobber when he showed so much promise. So. Yeah, we're just going to be looking for top players now to come to this football club, and unless the youngsters are are coming up fast behind these for senior players, then they could quite easily go. Um, same with Raheem Harper. I mean, it's you've got to earn your place for this football club now. You, you can't just come here and have the um, have the thing where you've played in the Premier League and you, you've got all this expectation on you, and you've got to be hitting the ground running because you can't. You can't just just expect just to, okay, this year weren't my year, next year I'll go again sort of thing. So players like them have really got to come and show it on pre-season and, and really show up because they can easily be out the door, like you say, Ross. Um, and, yeah, that, that piece that Heafy did, that did terrify me when I saw the main picture with Sam Wozzi. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> don't, don't even put that into my head. So um, as, as long as we keep our main spine of the team, yeah. Oh, we, we, we have we've already started nailing players down to contract like Walton and um Edmondson's on a long contract, not going anywhere, Borsey. Um I lo- I, I love Connor Chaplin, Westburn's new contract. So you you've got a good spine of the team there where we've got something to build on. And if these young players aren't gonna cut it then they're they're not gonna cut it and we'll be replaced by ones who will be challenging it for a first team place that soon. Uh, Indeed. Um, Bainsey, over to you then, my friend. Um, those names I've mentioned, of course, I didn't mention Tyree Simpson, who pretty much wants to leave the club, but we took his option. Um, like Raheem Harper, I think he's a player that hopefully McKenna can work with. He went out and loaned a crew, got caught relegated with crew, but he's a player there. I feel McKenna could get his grass onto and really rough that diamond up, and hopefully he can be part of this team. But then his position is fully stacked at the moment. When you sign as many players as we did in that space of time, that, that mental summer, there is absolutely 
Mark Ashton is obviously, you know, CEO number one at the moment. Can't can't fault him for anything he's said or done. Fantastic. If I ever get a chance to meet him, I'll, I'll happily show his hand. There is no way that all of those signings were going to work out. That would have been nothing short of a, a, a miracle. Um, we saw it with, with Scott Fraser. I know, obviously, lots of people got very excited when when he came in. Again, seemed a very sure thing, but it wasn't working, so we had to move on. And as as Brad pointed out, you know, there there are financial constraints. There are, you know, things that need to be switched switched around if we if we want to if we want to sign uh, sign other people. And you know, Harper shows potentially a lot of promise early season, but he didn't really do much at, at Crew. So. Have we perhaps got someone in in Backinson who's who's been you know been with McKenna a bit longer, understands you know the the standards expected and you know has has already got got chemistry and understanding with um with people in the team. To me, it seem, it would seem a no brainer to to bring him in and with Raheem Harper and you know Tyree Simpson. I think it's just about perhaps moving on, protect yourself with a with a nice sell on clause if they do kick on and, and wish them the best of luck. Um, and then turning to El Miz and uh, Dobra, I, I really like Dobra. I, I desperately wanted wanted him to succeed. You know, I think previous in previous years we've always been seen as a very soft team and as a oh we're very we're really nice. You know, we're we're basically given points away. Whereas he had a bit of fire and a bit of fight about him, and you know, I, I thought he could he could play an integral part. And I thought League One was was perfect for him. Um, but the, our financial landscape is, is completely uh, is completely changed now. The, the caliber of players we can attract, if it's better than than Dobrell and El Miz, you know, neither of them have particularly kicked on. It's, you know, thank you so much for all all your efforts and your service, but we're gonna we're gonna move on. And I think both of them just needs just need a fresh start. El Miz has been incredibly unlucky with with injuries. He obviously had that fantastic goal against. Uh, Oldham away in the, in the replay, but they haven't kicked on. We've got no time for sentiment. We absolutely have to get out of the, this league, you know, ASAP. Um, and if they're not part of it, then that's just it's, it's football. It's unfortunate, but it but it is what it is. We we cannot have time for for sentiment. If you know, game changer want to get you know where they want to be, that the Premier League, we've got no time for sentiment. So. Yeah, best of best of luck to all of them um, wherever they go, and hope they they end up somewhere half decent. Yes, indeed. Um, Mark, over to you. And I want to talk about Joe Piggott because strikers is what we need. Um, and but Joe Piggott probably isn't going to be in McKenna's plans in terms of the style of play he is. Um, so yeah, Joe Piggott, my friend, what do you think? Well, we talked about this, didn't we, at the at the Crew game? You know, um, I, I, when you look at our strikers this year, you know, it's, it's you know, um, Caden Jackson. It's great that he's been offered a new contract. Norwood, he's been let let go now. Macaulay Bonds returned back to to his club. Piggott was was our striker. He was he was the one that was contracted to us. And I think he's still contracted to us for another couple of years. So you you don't score a hatful for one team and then move to another and suddenly become a bad player overnight. So I'd be curious to know what what maybe has gone on behind the scenes, what what's what's not clicked for him. You know, is it the style of play? Is it something else? I, I, there's definitely a player there. And um I, I would I'd like to see Pickett given 
given another another year. I think you know he had, he he deserves from from what he's been able to bring into the game. Yes, it hasn't been goals, but his hold up play has been has been pretty good. Uh, I think what, what we sometimes see with these players is they sometimes overthink think it when they're on the pitch sometimes they should just do what comes naturally to them and, and I just really am hopeful would like to see Piggott succeed um, but um, we'll, we'll see we'll, we'll see what the what this is, um, the, the off season brings to us uh, one of the other players I was thinking about uh, which hasn't been mentioned is Carl Edwards um, again uh, I, I put him into that same mold as a player that there's definitely talent there but you could see more and more throughout as a game developed and, 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 and grew that you could see that he was again overthinking that final pass rather than just naturally into the box to get one of the strikers onto it and you could see the frustration that was coming through in his game uh, when when those sort of passes and that weren't coming off so again Carl Edwards on paper good player but um, just doesn't seem to have worked out for him here at town sorry I mute myself. The listeners there on video will just see me panicking, like, press the button, press the button, but it's all good. Um, okay, then, boys. Any other business of that, or should we get into the strike? Um, on, on Kyle, Mark, um, like, McKenna's, um, is that you've seen already, he's trying to see players if they, if they can be used in different roles. And I, I just, I can't stop, well, I can stop thinking about it. It's not all I think about, but surely Carl Edwards, could we try him in that left wing back role? Because he's he's good track and bad. He's good defensively. You'll you'll get what you want on the other side of the fact that he can beat his man. Um, he can go he can go on his left foot no problem at all. So the balance won't be off off in any way. And I would just like to see him just just tried there because I really don't want to see Kyle leave this football club. I don't think he'll leave this summer, but even next year leave this football club without being tried in that role or or given a new lease of life, because he's a hell of a talent, isn't he? I mean, those first few games, he was ridiculous. So oh, yeah. I, I really hope, hope he can find the role. And also Cameron Humphreys, where he's, he's a left-footed player as well, a left-sided player. I also wonder could maybe he be tried there in pre-season on that left wing back role, just just a couple of games. I know I know Matt Penny's probably going to be the backup, so you probably look at third choice from that role, but it's all about a number of play, a number of players covering different positions. I, I think Cameron played in that FA Youth Cup game at, at Leopard Field, didn't he, Ross? Uh, against Liverpool, I'm sure he did. So, and he is a good crosser of the ball. So, I, I'd like I'd like to see a couple of players tried in different roles before they either a go out on loan or b uh, go out the door entirely. So, I think it's just we... good if we can have. Oh, Benzie, sorry. Sorry, KV Wise, another one, isn't he? He's uh, he played a lot of um, left back at, at Colchester, and I think he's tied down to a reasonably longish contract. I think as as well. So, what what's happened to him? Obviously, he he exploded when he when he joined. You know, did did fantastically well. But yeah, you you wonder where where his where his place in the the team is now equally as well. But yeah, I'd I'd be I think I'd be gutted if if Kyleb was left because there's, there's definitely something there and you know that that explosive you know pace and you know um, agility and yeah it it would be sad to see him go. I think it was just it was just end product for him. I think uh, early on on these fan socials, you know, end product with him was was mentioned so so consistently and and maybe Mark's right. It's just over overthinking 
rather than just doing doing what comes naturally. But I think there'll be a place somewhere for him next season, you know, with, with us, wherever that, that is. Yeah, I think there's going to be some players who have a fresh start on the McKenna. I think like Raheem Harper and Khaled, Edwards, those sort of players will have a pre-season to see what they've got about. And I think what we need as well is something, they just need to be versatile as well. You know, I don't want you to just be able to play one position. Sometimes it's good to see a versatile player. And I think in modern day of football, you need to play that position, this position. So we shall wait and see. Okay, then, boys, let's have a little breather before we get into the main set piece of the podcast. Of course, a strike is normally the main set piece anyway, but it's always a nice little breather for us. So Mark, Bainsey and Brad go head to head. Of course, we've had the strike invitational. If you haven't seen it, check it out. Uh, we're currently, um, the first round ties have been done. The final ties will be coming out next week. So look forward to those. Um, unfortunately, Mark, you missed out on taking part of the strike invitational, but you are on the strike this week for the fan social. So there's opportunity to take on Bainesy and Brad, who have been part of the invitational as well. And they're um, through to the quarterfinals. And um, we shall see if they got through to the semifinals. Um, we won't jinx it and we won't, you know, spoil it just yet. So then, boys, let's get right into it. So um, if you didn't see, there was a nice little article that good old Andy Warren did about former town players who are now free agents this summer. So I thought that was a nice little way to sort of use them as my strike question. So I do have um, four questions plus a tiebreaker if needed. We'll still probably use the tiebreakers because, you know, I like to use my questions that I've researched. Um, so the first question is on this man, Tom Lawrence, of course. Um, who, I'll take course, him. Yeah, that was going to be my question yeah. afterwards. Yeah. Um, but we shall <laughs> see. Um, the question on it, though, is what shirt number did Tom Lawrence wear during his time at town? Was it 17, 22 or 27? And, of course, a very good loan spell at the club. Of course, scored their main goals. He scored something like, once again, if you wanted to watch showreels, watch his showreel when he was at town because some of those strikes were unbelievable. Even the goal against Sheffield Wednesday where he weed past loads of players. I remember being at Hillsborough that game, thinking like, "Wow, what a goal!" Um, but yeah, it was always going to be out of our reach. But now, realistically, if we had the the regime we had now, I bet we would be able to sign him permanently back then. Um, but yeah, we couldn't then because yeah, we were we not able to afford him. Um, but then, boys, all right then, what do you reckon? Seventeen, twenty-two, or twenty-seven? What shirt number did he wear? Take it away. Don't mind where have you show it. Twenty-seven, twenty-seven. 17. Um, so to say, Mark, your debut on the strike has started with not a good start. It is 27. A little trick there, because I'm sure you, maybe everyone think, oh, there's a 7 in it. Was it 17? Was it 27? Was it 7? It was 27. But do not worry, Mark. Still got a couple more questions to go. Do not worry, my friend. But Bainsey, Brad, a point each for you. Next question is on this man, Danny Rowe. Remember him? And um, can you remember where he joined town from? He joined from a non-league team in 2017. Was it Macclesfield, Stockport or Halifax? A random signing under Mick McCarthy in January 2017. Just randomly signed. I remember just saying, like, oh, we've, we've signed a player. And I was like, oh, Danny Rowe from... Yeah, interesting. Of course, there's another Danny Rowe as well. And I remember we were linked to him a couple of years back. And we were like, we're going to have two Danny Rowe's because he's a Danny Rowe, the striker. Um, but there we go. What do you reckon then, boys? Macclesfield, Stockport or Halifax? Macclesfield, Macclesfield. And you are all right. It is Macclesfield. So there we go. It's 2-2-1. Two, two, Mark, you're on the board. You're on the board, my friend. There we go. That's good. That's a relief. That's great. Um, next question is on this man. And um, 
Dave McGordrick. Oh. There yes, we go. Please. <laughs> yes, please again. Um, now, how many goals did Dave McGordrick score in his first full season at town in 34 games? I was going to do on the straight invitational uh, semi final tie, I oh, know, quarter final tie. You'll, you'll find out. Well, I did a question on Dave McGordrick. I can't use another question again. I thought I'd mix the questions up. So, um, how many goals did he score in his first full season at town after signing permanently after his loan spell? In 34 games, of course, after that season, he was linked to Leicester and stuff. I, why do I feel like this was a question I had last year in the strike? And I'm racking my brains as to what answer I gave. I don't mean possibly, or maybe how many goals he scored in total. I I know, yeah, okay, boys. I remember, I remember though, he do not like the car journeys, so I don't think he's going to come this summer. So but I think we got 16 goals. Well, I put nine. Nine. Well, someone is bang on. So that means you get two points. And that, Matt, yeah, it is Brad. It is bang on with 16 goals. Good return. Of course, that made Leicester City want to spend millions on him. But then, of course, Evans rejected it. And we all go, well, maybe a City. Which, which did actually happen. Ever um, the modest, modest man, Matt. Yes, pretty much. He's on video, and if you listen to audio, he's just sipping a beer of his pint, going boom, easy. So it is four, two, no, four, two, one. Yes. So Brad has technically won because the final question is multiple choice. But we'll still play it. We'll still play the tiebreaker as well because why not? So, I've done my research. Um, so the next question is on this man. Grant Ward, of course, scored a hat-trick on his debut. Coming off as a substitute, with his first touch, he scored. Um, now, what shirt number did he wear during his time in town? Was it 14, 18, or 22? Grant Ward. I recently moved on his match-worn shirt I had from the infamous Miss uh, Lincoln game. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. What a bad game that was. Oh, he, likes, he likes the Wagamamas. Did he? Very good. There we go. Wagamamas. I love. I like a Wagamamas as well. A fun fact for you as well. Anyways, what shirt number? Eighteen, fourteen. Brad, I can't see Brad. You're gonna have to shout out Brad. Eighteen, I am. 18. 18. Yes, it is 18. So sorry, Mark. It's uh, another incorrect answer, my friend, but do not worry. Um, now, Brad, you have one overall. You have one 5 3 1, but we do have a tiebreaker. And are you going to gamble it? Um, well, I've got every question right and actually one of the same on. So, yes, go for it. Okay, then. So, the final question. Is on this man, and will Brad regret doing it? Now, Brad, you know you you are overall winner, but the guys, if they get it bang on, they win. Overall, but if they don't get it bang on, you still win overall. So do not worry. So the final question is on a goalkeeper, Stephen Henderson, who is uh, now a free agent. Um, now, how many clean sheets did he keep in twenty-four games for Town? So the boys need to get it bang on to win the strike this week. Hopefully everybody at home has been playing. And that's how you got on. There we go. 
Now, I think that's quite fine because that's when he was here when McCarthy first came in and we started winning quite a few games 1-0. Um, little clip here. Brad knows the answer, let's be honest. Let's, yeah. let's all go home now. <laughs> Well, we'll start. We'll start with you, Brad. What do you reckon, there, my friend? I'll say eight. Okay. Daisy. Eight. eight. Oh. <laughs> All right. I went ten. <laughs> ten. Well, for God's sake, it is bang on eight. Uh, so Daisy has <laughs> one, but also Brad's one. So. <laughs> I'm going to need a tiebreaker, aren't I? I'm going to need a tiebreaker. Another tiebreaker. Um, I haven't really got one lined up, but I do actually somewhat do have one lined up because why not? I'm going to use it. Um, so the question won't appear on the screen because I haven't got that lined up, but I do have the picture of the man I'm going to use. Um, and it, the question is on this man. Mark, you can play as well. Don't worry. Thank you. Carry on Thank playing. You. Fine, fine. Um, the final question is on this man. Jason Scotland. Oh. How many goals did he score in 97 games? How many goals do you reckon then, boys? So, once again, if Bangs are getting a bang on, he wins. So, tell the best guys to uh, do not do the same answer. <laughs> so I've got hey, break up. I kind of can't believe he played 97 games. I would have thought it was a lot less than, the, than that. So... Yeah. I'm either going to really undersell him. Yeah, really I can't believe either. I'll go 24. 24? Eight, 18. Okay. Well, I went a little bit higher. I went 34. But <laughs> Well, Brad, overall you have one. Bainsey didn't get a bang on, but he is closer, so it is 21. Oh! 21, so well, very close. Well, we're playing the same, aren't we? As I said, 24, so we're going to play right. <laughs> <laughs> so now you play the game. It's, if Bane's got a bang on, then yeah, but that's fine. You've won anyway, Brad. You won like seven. <laughs> but there we go then, boys. Um, another strike in the in the bag. Brad, you have won again, once again. Um, your thoughts on winning again? Yeah, um, well, uh, what can I say? I, I know all the answers, so uh, that's quite easy when you know the answers into like any quiz. Um, sorry, guys, for that ridiculous um, Stephen Henderson one and uh, the other double points one, but uh, but not sorry really because champ. Indeed, there we go. Another strike in the bag, Mark. Um, how was it taking part in your first strike? Oh, I'm absolutely honoured to have uh, to been invited along and uh, <laughs> and been shown to be a little bit out of my depth. You know, these, there's exceptional knowledge, you know, amongst all town fans. But, you know, these two big hitters, Premier League players on the uh, on the team, then I, I purely was uh, here to make up the numbers. <laughs> That's fine, mate. You got, you got the Danny Rowe question right. That's the big thing. Because, yes. Yeah. Everyone forgets Danny Rowe. Bless him. Um, there we go then, boys. Now, let's get into the final set piece of the podcast. Hopefully, everybody's enjoyed listening at home. And, of course, if you haven't already, support our sponsors at manscaped.com. Use the code KOA to get 20% off and free delivery with Manscaped. Your balls, so thank you, and all that sort of stuff. Um, now, Mark, let's talk about the teams that are coming down from the championship and also the teams that have gone up to league uh, to the championship from League One, of course. Sunderland are now 
in the championship after four years. Wigan have gone up winning as champions. Rotherham are doing the standard thing, going up, down, up, down. So they're gone. The three teams replacing them is Derby, Peterborough and Barnsley. Now, how do you feel about those three teams coming down to League One and also the teams that have gone up? Um, well, <clears throat> I'll start with Peterborough, if that's all right. Um, obviously, uh, I work in Peterborough. That's uh, where my office is. So uh, I have a few uh, posh fans uh, around me, my, my boss being one of them as well. Um, they they weren't very good in the championship. I mean, their their goals against was 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 pretty horrendous. I think it was something like eighty seven goals that they ended up conceding. They only won nine games. So one thing you can always guarantee with a game against Posh is is goals <laughs> that and that. But they know League One. They are a, you know they are a, a, a streetwise team if we're allowed to say that. So. Um, I think Posh coming down will where they will be there. They'll be up there in in the top half. Absolutely, will they be top, dropping on knocking on the top six? I mean, it you know it's a difficult one to to call that, but I think they will be will be there or thereabouts. Uh, Barnsley, you know, <laughs> are we allowed to say four two? We always love a game against Barnsley, don't we? Um, again, managerless at the moment. I think they're still looking for a first team coach. I don't know if that position's being filled yet. Um, I think they might struggle a little bit um this year um you know they'll be definitely be a mid-table team but i i can't really see and unless you know that their owner starts to spend some money see them sort of like challenging any anywhere in the top half and then there's derby you know where where do we start i mean you know hopefully ne- uh, next week the the takeover will finally go through i think you know all the all the you know what we're seeing online is saying that that's it's, it's formality now it should go through by by the end of the month so um another big club big support for, you know big fan base as well but i mean rooney's already been on record to say that you know he's he needs to you know, they need a lot of players. You know, they need a lot of players both for their first team, for their academy, and, and we've shown ourselves that you know you can go out and buy 19, 20 players, but um, you know we won't use the word they need. They need time to gel. We've we've done that one to death at the beginning of the season. But you know, um, you know, Derby, uh, Derby definitely will be in in the top half. You know, they've got a very good uh, manager in Rooney, and he knows how to get the best out of his players. Um, I think, you know, hopefully we're, you know, this will be our fourth season in League One. Let's emulate Sunderland, as I said earlier on. You know, we've got the spine of the team. You know, we, we, we shouldn't necessarily fear any of those three that are, are coming down. Indeed, well said, my friend. Um, over to you then, Bainsey. Uh Yeah, Derby, we don't really know what's going to happen with them at the moment. But it'd be very weird to see Wayne Rooney on the touchline in League One like at the likes of Morecambe, Cheltenham, no respect to those sort of teams, Accrington. I can name many more Forest Green Rovers and all that sort of stuff. But out of the three teams that have come down, um, Barnsley had another team. Yeah, we don't really know what's going to happen with them. As Mark said, they haven't got a manager at the moment. Um, how are you thinking of those three teams? Yeah, League, League One's vastly becoming like Championship 2, isn't it? Um, I mean, in, in terms of Derby, yeah, in, an incredible um, incredible situation there. They they could have been in it, you know, League One last season if the the football league had got round to getting the, the points deduction in. But um, as, as Mark said, it, it seems like the, the takeovers of formality had a quick look before and it said it looks like it's going to be confirmed fairly soon. So fingers crossed for them because, you know, they, they've had a horrible time. Mel Morris, what an absolutely awful man who's run that that club into the into the ground with a lot of, you know, financial shithousery and he's been holding things up. So, you know, there, there was always the fear that, 
if they they couldn't get the deal through, would they be on you know minus minus fifteen points for this season, which is a, a big ask to, to get back. But it looks like you know they'll get it through before the season starts. So the likes of Lawrence, they'll they'll probably tie down. You know they'll, they'll look to make other other additions as well. So yeah, it's, it's certainly going to be going to be another another interesting one. Um, Barnsley again, um, interesting approach to how they do things. You know they've they've got. Um, Mr. Moneyball in in Billy Bean behind the the scenes, um, you know can can they go go back up um, at the first time of asking? You know it's it's certainly not easy in this league by by any stretch of the imagination. But I imagine they'll they'll be a, a, around there somewhere. Um, and then in terms of posh, like 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 Mark said, they they've they've gone up and down. They they know what to do. McCantony as as much as I loathe him, he, he knows what he's doing and he knows how to run the club. Um, I wouldn't fancy mate having any negotiations with with him over over players, but yeah, I think it's going to be it's going to be very tough next season, no doubt at all. But I'm glad Wigan, Rotherham, and Sunderland have, have gone up. You know, three really really big uh, big teams. Um, you know, Wickham losing in the the playoffs was good. I was happy for them to lose because one, they obviously played awful football, and two, we got six points off them. Whereas the the other three teams that went up, we we didn't. So. Yeah, happy with with how things have, have fared, but yeah, make make no doubt at all. I'm I'm optimistic and hopeful about next season, but I'm certainly not trying to get overexcited because um, there, there's still a, a lot of, of work that, that needs to be done. But fingers crossed, it can next year can be can be our year as as repetitive as, as that sentiment is. New era blah, 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 all that sort of stuff. Um, of course, there'll be many more podcasts to come previewing next season, but this is an opportunity just to talk about the teams that are going to be coming down, coming up. Um, also, the teams coming from League 2. Brad, 8,000 miles we're going to be having to travel this season. You know, we're going to have new teams coming up. Forest Green Rovers, Bristol Rovers have come back up as well. So the South Branch of the supporting, basically, Bainsey was loving that. Uh, a lot of teams down there will be playing. Um, how are you feeling, Brad, against the teams that are coming down and also even the, the League 2 teams? Because last year, we couldn't. We didn't beat. We only got four points. I think you know. We didn't beat Cheltenham over two games. Uh, Morecambe over two games. Cambridge over two games. Bolton as well. Once again, Bolton could be an interesting team. Cheltenham, Portsmouth, those different teams. Oxford, MK Dons, those different teams. But um, how are you feeling, my friend? Yeah, you've you've basically named every team in League One for next season there. So uh, uh, they're all going to be tough. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, but the teams coming down. I think are all going to be top half. Um, has Rooney actually come out and said that he is definitely staying, or what? What, what do we know there? Because I I just can't see a world where Wayne Rooney is a lead one manager, especially when you've got um, vacancies in uh, championship clubs already. Um, even like I, I can still see him going to the Premier League one day as well. Just like like you 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 can, you can see players well player manager well not a player anymore but. People like your friend Lampards, they just they get those jobs, don't they, on their, on their, on their names. And really is a good manager and a good coach there to him. And he's stuck by Derby, but I just can't see a world where Rooney's a league one manager. So it remains to be seen with them. Um, I think that's going to be a big part of it. If he, if he does stay, then if you've got some sort of continuity there. But if, if, he, if he goes, I, I don't really know for him. But Posh, obviously, like you say, uh, Tom and Mark, they'll just they'll be their usual league one. Um, up there, up there, sort of teams where we play them twice a year and we we get really worked up each time we play, and they probably beat us four one um, again. So 
not looking forward to playing Peterborough at all. I, I can't stand him. I can't stand McAntony. A um, couple of players there. Schmodix, he can do one as well. So, yeah, less said about him, the better. Uh, with Barnsley, classic yo-yo team as well. Um, and I, I think that the key for them will be holding on to Woodrow because I think he's going to be massive for them in League One if, if he stays. But if we can prize him away, then could weaken the rival. So, um, and yeah, the, the, the team's coming up from League Two. Um, that's a hell of a last day for that, that, that division, wasn't it? Absolutely mental. Um, Bristol Rovers coming up on the last day by scoring that many goals is ridiculous. So, so you, you never know what you get with League Two teams. Like you say, Ross, we didn't beat any last season the ones that came up, which is quite pathetic. Um, but I, I would say that that League Two last season, from like first down to 10th, was quite tight, like really tight. So there's no runaway leader who you can say, oh, they're a good bet for the top six. Like I'd say, Bolton were last season because of their ridiculous run they had at the end of the League Two season last last time they were in it. So, and also you got Forest Green's manager gone as well. So, um, I don't I don't know. I think I think yeah, you might get one or one of them go down, maybe two. But I don't think either of them, any of them are really going to pull up any trees. But I'm a Bristol Rovers is a sack and waiting to happen, obviously. Um, so so yeah, we'll, we'll see. We shall indeed. Well, boys, it's been another fantastic podcast. But as always, um, we're getting to an hour now. So it's a nice little podcast for people to listen to on their runs, on their walks, on their drives to work, on the train, wherever you listen to. Hope you've enjoyed. Before we do leave you, I want to go to three of the lads. Any other business you want to mention, Mark? Anything else you want to cover before you wrap up? Um, no, probably... Again, I, I might have mentioned this on the on the game day pod, and that I just um, we talk a lot about the player recruitment, um, and I know that like Lee Grant has, has joined the club today. Um, there's still some backroom additions that I feel that that the club needs to make, and um, you know, a, a free kick specialist, you know, set piece specialist is definitely something that I would be you know looking for. But I mean, come on, here, you know, here we are talking about you know, backroom staff coming into our in, into our team as well as playing staff. I mean, what a difference this first year has been under under Game Changer and, and isn't it exciting that we're able to have that sort of conversation. But for me, more goals from set pieces is is gonna help us uh, in our quest to get our League One next season. So I, I I'd be excited to see who, who McKenna brings in and and you know to to fill that sort of position within the within the backroom staff. Indeed, I think that's a big thing on any player we're going to look to sign. Can you take a free kick? Can you take a corner? Can you just bring a ball into the box and one of the defenders to header it or score a free kick? That's what I want to see. Uh, well, Senna, great debut as well, Mark. Thanks for joining us. Um, Bainesy, over to you, my friend. Any other business before we wrap up? As I said, you're going to love next season for away days. I even forgot Exeter are coming, coming, coming up as well. So that you've got so many, my friend. I'm, I'm sure you're disappointed that Newport weren't part of the playoff race because then that would have been a perfect one for you. Upper Upper Southwest, thank you, uh, Bristol Rovers, for for a miraculous end uh, end debut. Yeah, it's it's looking very uh, very good this season. Um, I'm not quite sure how much I'll be seeing Mrs. Baines over over next season. I'm not quite sure how many games she'll know I'll be going to. But yeah, it, sh- it should it should be good next season, and it's and it's certainly going to be um, going to be an, an interesting one. To see how those uh, those sides from League uh, League Two um, League Two fair, but yeah. 
bring on next season. Please, 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 God be good. <laughs> Indeed. Um, and over to you then, Brad, to wrap up the podcast. Any other business, my friend? Yeah, just um, just thinking, just standing about what Mark said and like the players that we, like talking about players that could leave the club. Like in, in times past, when we finished uh, 11th in League One, we've been saying, get rid of him, get rid of him. He's no good. Out the door, please. Like, well, we're not army at all because we've got a real good core of a squad here. And it's baffling that we finished 11th. And I like to think that as we just finished outside the playoffs because in my eyes, the players were on the beach for the last few games. Um, we could have finished anywhere. But, uh, but yeah, roll on next season. And, God, it's, it's, it's got to be, it's got to be our year, Hannah. It? It? Yeah. Please, Ross. Please. Yeah, yeah. We we all hope that we all hope it will be. And as as Mark said, hopefully we'll do a Sunderland. You know, Sunderland four years in this division, and they won, um, and now playing Championship football next season. So there we go. Well, boys, it's been another fantastic podcast. Mark, Bainsey, Brad, it's been a pleasure. I hope anybody's enjoyed listening. Hope you all have a good weekend. Um, there'll be no fan social next week because I'm away. So a um, little break for myself, but um, I'm sure that the boys will bring you a main pod and all the other podcasts that will be bringing you. Um, so there we go. Hope you've enjoyed once again. I shall shush now and uh, hope you all enjoy your weekend and speak to you soon. Bye-bye for now. From true crime to football, Brexit to football. For more great podcasts from Archon, head to audioboom.com slash channel slash Archon, head to audioboom.com slash channel slash Archon.